Well, 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 well. <laughs> Look who's back for another episode of the Festia Podcast. I'm your host, Manny, a.k.a. Frisky Hug, and this is the Festia Podcast, where I bring many individuals, ravers, DJs, industry people, sometimes, you know, just regular ravers that have contributed to the eating community in many ways, shapes, or forms. Um, this episode, we have a special guest, Dubstep FPI, and it's the first time that I'm bringing two people in. We have Jasenia and we have Chrissy. So um, the format of the video is going to be a little like like a, like a T. <laughs> I don't really know how that's going to come out. I haven't done the video yet. Uh, but yeah, Dubstep FPI is coming into the podcast. They are basically like a publication, um, artist management. Um, honestly, this company does a lot. So it's really hard to kind of like tell you one thing they do. It's more like what don't they do? Um, so artist relations, they make events happen. I mean, there's just so much, and I can't wait for you guys to hear like everything that they do. Um, that's like one of the questions I asked, like, what is WCF FBI? Can you guys clarify? And we went on like a good, like 20 minute, like <laughs> description. So I'm really excited for this episode and, I, and I'm pretty sure you guys are gonna be excited to listen to it too. Um, but before we get started with today's episode, we are going to be doing our four shout outs of the week. So to start off, we're going to do our content creator. And this one's going to go to Danny Hernandez. Danny Hernandez is actually a magician. He does uh, reels, YouTube videos on magic, does uh, mostly like um, from what I've seen, it's like uh, my card magic. Um, I found him on IG reels and I was like, dude, this dude's epic. This is like some really cool stuff so i added him just because like you know i just wanted to like keep up with with him and stuff like that and then he follows me back and i was like oh okay cool like let's be friends um and the reason i'm shouting him out is because you wouldn't think like these two worlds would mix like edm and like magic but i'm gonna i'm, I'm going to dirty bird uh camp in here in orlando I'm, i've already been two days so i'm going for the whole weekend he's actually doing a magic show at the dirty bird camp in um so yeah i was like dude what a what a perfect time to just shout him out uh you know just being able to do a show at a rave super cool you wouldn't think these two things would mix but they are and they're mixing this weekend so danny hernandez uh gets a shout out for content creator and just a reminder um all four like uh names and ig handles that will all be in the description down below but i believe his handle is denny h magic on ig if you want to go ahead and give him a follow Okay, number two is going to go to a DJ or producer. This is going to go to my boy Skrilla. I met Skrilla at one of the driving raves, uh, Endless Summer Nights driving rave. Um, he's one of Noah. Yeah, it goes by Rose, but yeah, one of Noah's friends. Um, I met them at the exact same time, technically. Uh, but yeah, like he's been over to my house. We had him play a show uh, like two weeks ago. Killed it. Uh, Skrilla plays bass. As far as I know, only bass. I don't know if he's done any house yet. But, you know, he's up and coming. So go ahead and give him a give him a look. See, check out his IG. Oh, and he's on TikTok, too. And then number three is going to go to a business or brand. Uh, we're going to shout out um, my fam, Radiate the World. Um, reason I'm shouting them out, and I'm pretty sure I've shouted them before. So I'm an influencer for, for Radiate, if you guys didn't already know this. Uh, we just released a new TikTok contest. Basically, you just tell us your most like unforgettable story, make it into a TikTok. And I forget the exact date, but in March, we will be choosing a winner. And the winner gets two free GA tickets to any festival in the United States. So definitely check that out. I believe it's only on TikTok that we announced it on. I don't know if we announced it on IG yet, 
Um, and that's only one of the reasons I'm shutting them out. Second reason is I am hosting the Radiate Meetup at Okeechobee. So if you're going to be at Okeechobee, I will be doing a meetup. Um, check up on our IG for any news on that. The flyer will be out shortly. I will try to get it out, you know, at least two days before the event happens. And then I'll just kind of send it to everybody. And hopefully, uh, hopefully I see you all there. Um, I will be at Okeechobee, but I'm only going to be there Friday, Saturday, um, and part of Thursday, actually, I won't be there Sunday. I got work in the morning on Monday and I really kind of just not rush into work straight out of a festival, but I'm uh, super excited about Okeechobee. Um, and number four, the shout out is going to be to a friend or follower. This is going to go to my friend Ian Salzberg. I met him at Homebase 2019, I believe. Um, we got some just cool stories on how we met. Basically, one of our memorable moments is we were just being crackheads at 10 o'clock in the morning at the hotel uh, hallway with like 10 other people. Um, just good dude. Um, he's also visited me in Colorado. We went to like a driving rave together. And then uh, when I, you know, when I saw him at the Dirty Bird camp in, he's kind of just taking me under his wing to just meet all his friends. And honestly, I've had a pleasure uh, hanging out with him and all his friends. The hospitality within their group is immaculate. Um, thank you. You know, thank you, Ian. Thank you, your group for, you know, just allowing me to, you know, share this experience with all of you guys. I've been I've been having a great time. I can't wait to see you guys today and tomorrow. Um, but OK, guys, that is the four shout outs of the week. All of those handles will be in the description down below if you want to go and check any of these people out. Like I say in every episode or I'm trying to say it every episode unless I forget, um, you know, Everybody that I mentioned here, the good peoples and, the, and you know, and I, I believe they're worth like checking into. OK, guys. Um, yeah, let's get started with this podcast. Mm -hmm. There she is. <laughs> How's it going, Love my that. fellow revelers? Oh, hey. <laughs> so I like to welcome, up. <laughs> I like to go welcome Christina and I like to go with Yesenia from Dubstep FBI onto the Festi Hub podcast. <laughs> hey, everyone. What's uh, Gucci? So I know you guys uh, from Colorado. I think that's when we got, we got like introduced to each other, stuff like that. I've been like kind of like traveling around and I finally reached into the Colorado destination. And <laughs> mm -hmm. that's where I got introduced to y'all. Um, I Actually, I think I met Yesenia, right? Like twice. Yeah, those were very blurred nights, I will say, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they always are. <laughs> but, you know, we've been like online friends for a while and stuff like that. So um, so that's how I know you guys. I know you guys are like huge in the Colorado scene. And I believe you guys are an all like female company, right? Is it just you two or is it more? Um, so Jesse and I are the founders and we actually have a street team of about 16 people. So, um, oh <laughs> yeah, it's about half women, half men. And then we have the exec board is Yessie, myself, um, our accountant, Joe and Alexa, the executive assistant. Oh, wow. That's my blowing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just growing more and more every day. You know? Right. Um, but uh, yep. since I know you guys, um, some of our viewers might not, if you two could just kind of give a quick intro. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to jump in here. Um, so my name is Chrissy and I grew up in Denver, born and raised in Colorado. We, um, Yessie and I met at Colorado State University back in college and I have a journalism background. So I've always loved writing, content creation and growing up in Denver, Red Rocks was in my backyard. So it was hard to keep us away from all the concerts and EDM and everything like that growing up. So um, Dubstep FBI is kind of like the love child between my passions for journalism and my passions for EDM. That's great. Mm -hmm. Senia? 
Yeah. And to piggyback off what Chrissy's saying. So I'm Yesenia, but everyone just calls me Yessie, as you've probably already noticed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Chrissy brought me on board with Dubstep FBI. Uh, it was around January 2020 when we started. And she brought the idea around like November of 2019. And her and I, we became really, really close after college. So I was graduating from CSU in May 2018. And me and some girlfriends planned a Europe trip. And so Chrissy and I, we didn't really know each other. Like we had seen each other at CSU, but yeah, we went on this Euro trip. Basically we went to Tomorrowland. That was amazing. And that's like when I started really getting more introduced to dubstep, like I would listen to it here and there, but I wasn't really much of a bass head as much as I am today now. <laughs> and so we saw Keza there. We saw phase one, back-to-back virtual riot, back-to-back barely alive, which was insane. And just met so many Colorado base heads out there. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, yeah, Chrissy brought this idea of Dubstep FBI and having some sort of EDM publication. And at that time I was already really into Dubstep and just constantly looking for the next big thing, the next big artist and always on SoundCloud, always on the release radar on Spotify, finding some new tunes. And so, I mean, being able to mix work with pleasure is great. Mm. And so eventually we're hoping that we can go full time and not work our day jobs anymore. But oh, I mean, that's the goal, yeah. right? It's all, <laughs> I mean, I speaking from experience, that's my goal too, right? Mm-hmm. I want to like, um, and then like, it sucks because like the older you get, the more bills you have. So then like your standard of mm-hmm. where you need to be at for like mm-hmm. that kind of, that kind of living is a little, it's a little high. Um, I know for yeah. like some, for some people who maybe just like got right, right out of college and they're like, oh, okay. Like I just need to like, you know, pay off my cell phone cool well of mm-hmm. course this is like a full time for you no no doubt mm-hmm. um but for like us i'm sure like we you know we're trying to like find rent money car mm-hmm. payments and stuff like that so it's just um it's a it's, it's a little it's a little hard and i wish i could focus on just like the podcast and focus on being a content yeah. creator too um what what is dubstep fbi per se yeah, I can jump in here. Um, so Dubstep FBI is an EDM news publication. And so our main mission is to elevate upcoming artists and connect them with their supporters. Um, we do that through a series of content creation. You know, of course, we've got articles on our site, which is like our primary driver. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the Riot Control Radio Mix series. We're about to wrap up season five here. And then we've also got the podcast, which has blown up over the last few years. We're already in season four. Um, we've got our playlists and just always trying to do like fun show coverage and, and things that tie the community together. Coverage. Mm-hmm. What what are like a what are some of my good competitors uh, or good? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm thinking this for like arch nemesis right now. <laughs> no, that's like, like what is it like a, like like similar com- companies or brands that do do we do what you guys do? Um, maybe... I wouldn't say. I don't know. I wouldn't say we have competitors. We like it. Like, for example, let's just put like underground EDM society. He also mm-hmm. has a podcast. He also has a mix series. Um, but I don't feel like there's any like sort a of it's just more like we're all in the same, same game. Yeah. Yeah. We're all, yeah. We all have the same end goal. We all want to be able to do this full time. We all have so much passion for this industry. And so I think being able to collab and work together is key in my opinion I I would also jump in and say um like some of the other publications that really inspire me Mm -hmm. and like the publications that I think are killing it right now are electric electric hawk um heard it here first 
and moon landing. Like I look up to them Mm -hmm. so much. And I think that they're just on top of it with the coverage. Like they're always on socials. Electric Hawk has a really good Twitter presence. So those are the kinds of people who inspire me and I see them actually really dedicated to their job. So it makes me want to work harder and like continue making this publication more special. I always think like EDM identity, I believe is one dance astronauts. I forget what other ones, but like there's a lot of like good ones out there and like that, like, you know, when you, when you know that they're there, like you'll know. Right. So like, um, but if we haven't like called out your brand in the last 30 seconds, I'm sorry, but try hard, be better. No, <laughs> <laughs> right. I know that's the top five right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what does your team consist of? Um, what, what, like, cause a lot of the times I think when I first like um, met you guys and stuff, I'm like, damn, these two girls are doing everything like this. No way. Like, I got to step up my game. If this is the, if this is the case. <laughs> so essentially when we first started off, it was four of us. Okay. And so it was two guys and then me and Chrissy and the partnership just didn't work out. So we split ways. So it was just Chrissy and I, and at that time, this was like August, 2020. And we were just what, like five months in business. Mm -hmm. And so at that time we were thinking of putting out a ambassador application because so many people were like, Hey, I love what you girls are doing. I want to be involved. And so Chrissy and I were like, how the hell do you run an ambassador program? Like, I don't even know what to do. So we just, we just put it out there. We posted a picture. We're recruiting ambassadors and we received like over 50 applications. Wow. And they were like, a lot of questions. Like it was like a legit job application. So we went through each one. We went through everyone's Instagrams, Twitter handles, and we selected about 10 street team members. And so they help us running, they help us with running the Twitter. They write blogs for the website. Uh, Some of them do photography for us. So they're all just trying to find ways to contribute and, you know, grow in the industry and network. You know, we want to connect them with other professionals in the industry because maybe they want to get involved somehow. So I mean, being able to that, help them. Yeah, that, that's great. I, I just want to say like that. That's fucking fantastic. And it's like you're giving these people an opportunity as mm-hmm. well. Like they're helping you. But honestly, you guys have gotten so big, like to the point where like now this is like an opportunity. Like this started off as like, yeah. oh, let me help you guys. But now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we're helping you because now they're getting connected with yep. like DJs, mm-hmm. people from the industry. And y'all did that. Like y'all are the ones really helping like these, these, this smaller part of the community that wants to be a part of this industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say like the guiding light for me is what I learned in college as a journalism student. Cause I worked for the school paper. So it was, it's called the Rocky mountain collegian and it's a daily paper that was actually printed every single night. And then we had a new issue every single day for campus. And so I was the news editor and I was really used to being in a newsroom environment where like photographers, videographers, writers, editors, everyone was coming together all the time, working on like creating a newspaper. And so I always think back to the newsroom and I like consider our street team, basically our newsroom. You're so lucky. I, you're so lucky that like, that you had a passion for like this whole media thing, Mm -hmm. even before you started doing this, because like, I think I fucked up. Right. I, I went to, I went to high school and I thought I was gonna be a lawyer. God damn it. You know, I wanted to be a lawyer in the past. I was doing mock trials and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Were you on debate team? Yes. Dumb shit like that. I was like, I should have been on the media team. (laughs) There you go. Right. That was the fun stuff. Yeah. I I never thought I was going to be in this position. I never thought when you're like younger, you think like this stuff is just out of reach. Like nobody could mm-hmm. do this. Next thing I know, I'm like hanging out with like, you know, people with like 15 million followers. And I'm just like, yeah. I never thought this would be me. So I yeah. never, I never put my foot in the door. I, I just, I guess I never 
thought it was impossible. Not even that I was scared. I never thought it was like even achievable. So yeah, same here. And I mean, I always wanted to start my own business. And so when Chrissy brought this idea, I was like, wouldn't it be sick to just hang out with artists backstage and just go to festivals for free all over the world and just meet a bunch of people and just like create a positive community around this music that we all love. Like, yep. hell yeah, I'm in, like, let's do it. <laughs> Send you get, it. You guys <laughs> yeah. ever get like asked, like, um, like, uh, like for guidance on how to do stuff like that? Does anyone, do people ever like DM you like, Hey, how do you like, how do you do this? How do you do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We, we get people asking us that stuff on a daily basis. Like it can be about, you know, how do I start my podcast or like, mm-hmm. how do I go about doing coverage or how do I write or get passes? And it, it came like, we love helping people. We will always provide people with our advice and things like that. But that was kind of one of the reasons that inspired us to start our consulting firm, Millennial Momentum. Mm-hmm. So we started it as business lifecycle consulting, everything from like sales, marketing, finance, branding, basically taking like the backgrounds that we have at our day jobs and putting it into like consulting services. Okay. Um, so yeah, everyone always coming to us that inspired us to actually start a consulting firm so that we can like more formally actually consult people on how to start their own businesses. Yeah, that's actually really smart. I like to just reference, like I bring on so many guests that talk about these certain topics. So like we had one, we're like, oh, how do you start a podcast, right? That was like the episode. We had one that was like, oh, how do you do marketing? How do you do this? And I'm like, so now when people ask me like, oh, how do you do this? I'm like, here's a podcast I did with this guest. Super informative. If you have any questions, you could always DM them, you know? And it's like, it's it's such a pleasure to have some people in the podcast that like have so much information because I don't know the answers to everything. Sometimes I feel I just got lucky and I just, I'm just winging it like throughout life, right? I'm just like, I still yeah. don't know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of like pretending. Literally. <laughs> Literally. That's me like every day, <laughs> like especially with Dubstep FBI. And when we started our podcast, I was like, I don't know how to edit a podcast. Do I just use Premiere Pro? Uh, oh what's Audition? God. Audition, you use that for uh, vocal enhancing? Okay. Like YouTube, how do I, <laughs> how do yeah. I do this? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you just kind of um... learn along the way. That's what comes with the territory when running multiple businesses, but it's been such a fun learning experience, even with our consulting firm, Mm -hmm. like we've built multiple websites for clients and we've helped them with coming up with social media strategy and marketing plans. And there's times where I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but (laughs) we're learning along the way. (laughs) I feel, I feel that so hard. Cause like, you know, uh, it's one of those, like you fail or you don't fail. Like, like I was telling you guys, uh, I think before the podcast, like, my recording equipment didn't work last week. I had no idea. I was bringing in in-person guests and my mic wasn't going to work. I, when I, so when I, when I played it back, I'm like, Oh no, like, this is like really bad. Like, and I had no idea what was going on. My computer just wasn't working, I guess, and nothing would plug in. And it was just a disaster. And it's like, you, you learn these things. Cause now I know next time, like something's not plugging in, right. That I, there's probably something on my computer, you know, I should probably like pause all production for the week and, figure this out no one shows mm-hmm. you how to no one showed me what mm-hmm. an interface was nobody comes in here and starts connecting things so like <laughs> the av guy <laughs> yeah yeah i wish like fuck. Yeah. I wish I, so i wish i had like a studio right and like i just had like a studio guy he handles all this shit i'm like oh i don't know mm-hmm. what i'm doing but now i'm like okay i've had to figure this all out so now i know what an interface is a mixer good microphones are xlrs um cables and all this stuff now i'm like 
Yeah, that's how we were. Um, we started right when the pandemic began. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, let's do live streams. And we didn't really know what direct audio was at first. And so <laughs> like, and my boyfriend's a producer, thank God. Hi, oh God yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I was like forcing him to help us set up OBS. And then we came up with like this sheet that we would send our, our the artists who were going to be on the streams for us so mm-hmm. they could connect the direct audio to their computer. And it was just like <laughs> such a stressful process. Dude, you're so lucky you have your boyfriend. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Literally. And God he does that him. for his day job too. He's an IT guy at his day job. So I'm I like, I still nah. don't know how to use OBS. I just know that like, I can press record and record stuff. That's all I know how to use OBS. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. How has the journey been though? Like this whole, this whole journey just from like when you guys started to like now, like has it been life-changing? Has it like, or are you just used to it? Like, oh, like I'm always surrounded by DJs. <laughs> Oh my God. It's honestly been life-changing. I feel every day. I feel so blessed. Like I have to level myself and be like, I'm literally living my dream. And I think it all happened way quicker than we could have imagined. Cause at first I just wanted to start dubs of FBI so I could publish my friends mixes. Like my friends were like mixing on tractors, like chopping dubstep. And I was like, Oh, how cool would it be if I could start a SoundCloud channel and like publish those mixes for them. And now we're working with artists, like fucking mode step and like crank that and stuff. I, and Kazo, the Kazo opportunity, we work with welcome records that came out of dubs of FBI and like this other opportunity that Yessie and I have been getting opportunities every week. I just have to keep reminding myself that this is just the beginning and that we have huge things coming for us. Oh yeah. Bigger than you think I'm sure. And it's like every single time you get a new opportunity, it's like, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And yeah, now we have an artist roster of, artists that are killing it in the hard dancing. And then mm-hmm. we also consult uh, Dev. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of him, D3B, mm-hmm. but yeah, we're working with him. Then we're working with Hartshorn and Kami. They're two really awesome hard dance acts that we're just trying to blow up and never thought that we would be basically artist managers. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, so yeah, we're doing man. that. And then we got the welcome records under our plate so we're just we're basically label managers they yeah. were like we need you we need you to do exactly what you're doing with dubs of fbi but just a label and chrissy and i were like we have no idea how to run a, a record label let alone like yeah. we've never done any sort of anr stuff this is so maybe cool. like with dubs of fbi <laughs> but you know okay yeah. cool <laughs> yeah and we were just kind of like we knew nothing about distribution to spotify deezer apple music all of that um, thankfully there's another girl, Darlene, who like is amazing. We work with her, but now we know how to do label management and like, it's just new skills on new skills. God, you guys are honestly just racking up these skills too. Like, you know, and, and I feel like if you just keep learning, you're just, honestly, there's like no end to what you can achieve. Um, yeah. I mean, to the point where you're yeah. like doing artist management, which is like one of the steps I was initially thinking about taking it. And I was like, Oh, like, should I do artist management next? You know, what is the next goal? So I'm still not sure what the next goal is. All I know is I want to help produce a fucking festival. That's mm-hmm. my goal. End of it Amazing. all. Um, but it's like, it's like, how do we get there? Right. Um, and, and all of times we don't know, but it's achievable. We got this far. Like mm-hmm. we can do, we can do it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think like your, like your end goal is so inspiring with festivals, even like maybe you could do a stage takeover or something like that. Whereas like my, me and Yessie, I think that we both share a similar end goal is to be able to work from anywhere in the world mm-hmm. and like make money and live wherever we want, just like be traveling or stay in another country and like still have the same opportunities. It's like, what do you mm-hmm. guys do? 
everything. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much full service. Full service. <laughs> We're trying, <laughs> but I, I always think back to like, I think it was in middle school. We learned about the Rockefellers and the Carnegie's and like the steel empire in the mm-hmm. late 1800s. And they became so successful because they vertically integrated every single step of the process from like um, pulling the steel out of the ground to getting it on the shelf. Like they had their hand in every process. Whereas like, that's, that's kind of what I want to do with Dubs of FBI. Like we can be an in-house full service industry and do everything ourselves from the photo, video, writing, editing, social media, marketing, like everything is in-house. So mm. we don't have to, you know, go outside for that stuff. It's so beneficial for like an artist though, like wanting like, Hey, like, can you like help? Can we work for you or work under you? Can you, will you be like, can you manage us? And anytime they have like anything they want, like you have it available. Like, oh, hey, like mm-hmm. I need a videographer, photographer. I'm sure you guys know a videographer, photographer. Oh, like, can I get an article written about me for this? Oh, too easy. Will you literally publish? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, you know, it's, it's, you guys are literally stacked up and you guys like are ready to go. And it's like, it, it's a privilege. What, what are some of the, like the artists that you guys have, um, more of the smaller artists that you guys have had the privilege of like knowing and think are going to blow up soon? I would say for me, Rovlo is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, like just seeing where he's gone since when we first met him and seeing that he has a collab with Slushy coming out mm-hmm. and, you know, Skrillex is rinsing his tunes, like just seeing him headlining all these venues. I think he's absolutely killing it right now. And then I'm, of course, very biased to say this, but obviously High Zombie, mm-hmm. <laughs> Chrissy's boyfriend is killing it right now and I know he has a big year ahead and it's always so exciting when we go to a show together me and Chrissy and Matt and the whole crew and we're watching an excision set Uh and excision's just rinsing his tunes as well (laughs) so it's just it's really really awesome to see and just like cool to like be with the actual artist and then seeing the stage and the visuals and the pyro and it's just like oh my god like and Mm -hmm. it's just a surreal moment but yeah. I would say those are two artists that I really look up to, and I think they're going to blow up here soon. What about you, Christina? Yeah. Um, I would say one that stands out right now is Blurred Vision. We had them on Riot Control Radio last season. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, that's kind of, it's kind of that experimental, like trappy, like deep, dark dubstep bass music vibes. But like something about that right now is really setting on fire. So I think Blurred, Blurred Vision is going to blow up. Um, I also am very excited about our guest next week, which is Skybreak. We have a mix from him and he's like right now in the process of blowing up. Like if you would have asked me a year ago who Skybreak was, I would have been like, I don't know. But now, you know, with the rise of color base and the rise of Asora, Asora is another one we interviewed oh, yeah. more Asora. than a year ago. That's right. Asora, man. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like he's really good. I saw him at, I saw him at the drive-in rave in, um, in utah and i was like damn okay so i've been like ever since then i've just been keeping track and he's been playing here but playing there and Mm -hmm. i mean killing it yeah Um, it's it's really cool to see these artists that we worked with before they got picked up on agencies and before that they got they got big managers and things like that uh, i think Mm -hmm. another one and it almost sounded like ace aura was sora Sora, uh-huh. yeah. we know Sora too. I actually used to yeah. work on the same agency that he's on. on <laughs> <laughs> so again, you know, baby steps, it's going to get you somewhere eventually. 
Yeah, so it's it's funny because um I was listening to and we talked about this a little bit earlier um for the podcast I was listening to Lizzie Jane's podcast which mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of the Lizzie Jane podcast and Taboo's podcast like, yeah. they're both like Taboo pod- yes yeah they're, they're <laughs> podcasts that I I kind of like look up to and I'm like okay like let's create more of this style going on um but like yeah like Lizzie Jane and Lazy were like mm-hmm. um, there was like a good like three minute clip about you guys it was like oh my god yeah. Dubs FBI like oh yeah I love those girls this and this it's like how does shout out feel? to Lizzie we yeah. met Lizzie Jane at Lost Lands and she was just so nice it feels good it feels amazing like sometimes I'll be listening to what podcast was it a couple weeks ago um oh my gosh I totally forget someone mentioned us in a podcast and I was like, Oh my God. Like I immediately screen recorded it and then posted it on the story and like tagged all of them and went and commented on all their stuff. It's just so cool. It's like, you know, it's inspiring. I love hearing my name on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. I see you everywhere. I even see you like big, like those Instagram accounts that repost funny TikToks. Like I always see your videos really everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. where I, that's where I first discovered you with TikTok, I think. Yeah. I, I never get tagged. <laughs> they never, like tag, they, they, they never, never tag. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I've sent out, I sent out a couple of DMS like, Hey, mm-hmm. like, you know, I really appreciate you tagging me because I shouldn't have to hear it from like five other people in the comment sections. Um, like I honestly don't care too much. Um, but at the same time, it's like when it happens so much, I'm like, I, I just, I'm just over it. I, I, um, not that I like care about like how much time and effort I put in. It's more that like, if you were to credit me, people would stop tagging me. And then I wouldn't have to like be the douchebag. It's gotta be like, yeah. Hey, yeah. tag police. No, the, tag police. the worst is when it's an account with like 30,000 followers too. Cause you're like, they know exactly what they're doing and like, they'll mm-hmm. just screen record it and then like maybe crop out. Like the, that's why we like to TikTok watermark everything. We'll yep. put our, like the head, the weird videos of us headbanging in the mountains. And, and that was a the thing. They took out my watermark. Why just download like, it. You know that you're doing something wrong. If you're taking someone's watermark off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, what is that hard? Um, is that, there's like a like a dubstep one nation oh, dubstep. headbangers headbanger society you guys oh know yeah mm-hmm. we do yeah yeah they're always yeah. taking my content they've <laughs> taken dubstep. our shit too <laughs> there was there was a nation of dubstep uh i remember they posted a couple of our videos but didn't tag us so then all of our street team members were literally like they had our backs and they were they were like hey tag dubstep fbi this is their video mm-hmm. and they had the decency to DM us and be like, hey, we would like to post this video. We'll, we'll give you a good deal of $60 to post this video on our page. Like, excuse me, you're trying to charge me to post My our video. content on your page? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, and then like, we are, got you, pissed, are you running out of? Oh my god! Post? I thought they were gonna pay you. No, fuck no! Oh. The audacity! <laughs> and like our faces were all over it too. I literally was like, "My face! You're posting my face. Can you at least tag me? Like it's it's wrong for them to do that." Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they literally that. posted it, and then they tried charging us for posting that video. <laughs> if you want us to tag you it's gonna cost you you know um mm-hmm. how about i report you right now how about i get all like twenty thousand of my fans to report you yeah. right now no and then the weirdest thing that ever happened to us was that fake knockoff account someone made another dubs of fbi account it was when we were giving away the lost lands pass yeah they'd be doing that shit mm-hmm. so dumb yeah it was, was like it looked so real like they literally took every single like the last 10 things that we posted they took the exact same captions mm-hmm. exact same everything exact same bio 
And man, it was just, it was wild. I was like, what is going on here? How, let's move on to the topic of festivals. Um, what are some of the festivals that you guys have gone to that you guys, I know you guys went to Lost Lands. Are there any other festivals that like you guys have been to in the last couple of years? Oh man, Chrissy already <laughs> knows I'm going to say this. <laughs> I mentioned it earlier, but Tomorrowland, that's just, oh my God. It was, we went in 2018 and it was, oh my God, like the Kazo set that we saw, mm-hmm. we saw Res for a little bit. Um, and then we saw like Yellow Claw, Armin Van Buren, Timmy Trumpet. Oh, Timmy and, Trumpet. Yeah, Benny Benassi was sick and W&W, like all the big room artists pretty much. Whoa, I haven't, I haven't seen W&W in a minute. It's been like <laughs> 2000 and, holy shit, uh, 2000. I think it was like 16. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. Been- I, I'm pretty sure it was the same for me. I hadn't seen them in a while until that festival, but that festival has 16 stages. It's insane. Like we couldn't even see all of them. Literally <laughs> the last day we were looking for a certain trance artist on like one of the second or third trance stages that they have. And we just gave up. Cause we were like, we have no idea where we're going. Mm-hmm. but yeah that one was super sick also i think um i love edc vegas edc vegas yeah. is always going to be like my top favorite benny Benassi Just, play there too <laughs> oh, yeah he's such a legend he's one of the guys who actually got me into edm like 10 plus years ago me too yeah back in 2012 i was listening to one of benny Benassi's song it's a very iconic song i can't remember the name of it satisfaction remix i think so i can't remember sure I don't know. If I knew it would be a topic, I would have had the song ready. <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> Plug it in on top of the video. <laughs> yeah. It must be the Satisfaction remix. What, yeah, what but other? Tomorrowland 2018. Um, where else did we go last year? We went to EDC Orlando. So that was mm-hmm. fun. Um, we've been getting more and more into hard dance. And so we went to the hard dance stage takeover at stereo bloom so that was day one of edc orlando and that was amazing because also one of our artists kami they played uh so if you're into hard dance you should totally check out yes. their edc mix on soundcloud because if it's like you're working out or if you're trying to get into a focus mode and you can listen to heavy music then that one will get you going for sure yes <laughs> i think also something that i love about like the edcs is the art cars like we yeah. did the Welcome Records takeover um, at EDC Vegas a couple months back in October at the rescheduled one. That was that's going to be go down as like a moment that I'll take to my grave. Um, we really also want to go to like Perucaville and Creamfields and explore more of those European festivals. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I, I've only been to like the Europe area once, but like, you know, now that I've been there once, I'm like, oh, shoot, like I want to go to more. Um, it's it's. I don't know. It, it's such a like a commitment, though, because like if I go here, I could just go to like Colorado. Oh, by the way, uh, Christina, I don't know if like, you know, I live in Florida now. So oh, wow. <laughs> where in Florida are you? Uh, I live in Orlando. Are you going to Miami Music Week? You know, I was going to stop by for the weekend and just to see what was happening. I know there's like a lot of like parties happening. Yeah. So I don't know. I think people are like actually people are thinking about like, skipping ultra for like a couple like a day here and a day there just to like, go mm-hmm. to some of these things that are happening. So I'm like. Yeah, I feel like if I go, even if it's just like a Saturday, like it might be worth it, dude, there's going to be an insane party this Sunday. It's the deadbeats versus Cyclops. Wait, label wait, takeover. wait, what Sunday? Um, deadbeats records versus Cyclops records label takeover at um, Soho Studios in Miami. 
that's and, it. yeah and then um there's also <laughs> like an insomniac records takeover if you like hell deep records um dimock like there's so much stuff oh my god ophelia uh-huh ophelia's doing one a pool or not a pool party but yeah an evening party yeah, yeah. It, so we'll it, be there if you want. We'll be there. Hell yeah! Swing by. Hell yeah! I might swing by. I mean, it's literally just a three-hour drive for me. Um, so I could literally, uh, yeah. Like, I think I went to Boca Raton for like Cyclops Cove, and it's like drove there and just drove back, and I was like, yeah. How was just, that? Um, that insane. The venue is always insane. I I love that venue. It's one of like my favorites, even though like we don't really do Forbidden Kingdom there anymore. It's like one of my favorite venues. Um. Mm-hmm. And it was honestly, it, it was like one stage. So it wasn't like something like crazy, but it like that one stage, it's like the community was just like all huddled up. It's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like really just great to see a lot of the people and like people like, like, oh, what are you doing here? Because it's like a one day event. I'm like, oh, I like live here now. So kind of just like introduce <laughs> me to a bunch of people like, hey, like I live here. Like you'll be seeing a lot <laughs> more of me now. Yeah, no, that's so cool. Yeah, reminded me of like the um the Colorado scene, like when I'm in Colorado Springs and I go up to Denver, you know, and like just seeing like the the Colorado fam there all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. So like now it's like yeah. being accustomed to the Florida fam here. Like uh, we can't go to Red Rocks without people being like, "Hi!" Especially yeah, exactly like growing up here, and then Yessie and I like we're mostly Colorado audience. We have a really big chunk of our fa- our followers are from Colorado so we'll go to we'll be in like the lots at Red Rocks with our big branded boom box which I have down I have it right down here I don't know if you can see it oh, nice <laughs> um we'll try to take that with us and pregame with it and stuff and people will like come up to us and we always bring stickers we love to hand out stickers and chat with people yeah people people love stickers I'm one I'm one of them as well but like I, I love my stickers I have uh... <laughs> I got so many stickers just like on the floor. It's like a oh, piece cool. of love it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Shout out to my girl Chubby Wubby. She's got oh, love stickers. her. Yes. Mm-hmm. We see her a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember meeting her. And at we're from the... Radiate, so I got my Radiate oh, yeah. stickers. So Radiate, hell yeah. <laughs> you do a lot of meetups, don't you? I do. Radiate. I, I, I do. I've been doing them a lot with Radiate. We kind of have like a partnership going on, so I, I definitely like. Um, I mostly just work for Radiate at this point. Mm-hmm. Like right now, like after I'm done filming this, I'm going to edit um, this really cool contest giveaway thing that we're doing. So um, if you win the contest, you get to go to any U.S. festival for free and you can pick and you get two tickets. So it'd be like you and your girlfriend Ooh. or you and your friend. So we're doing we're doing right now. I'm like I'm, I'm in the process of like editing that right now for, for them. And um, they basically had me as like their, the face of Radiate, which is super cool. Very humbling, you know, like, yeah. Um, that's awesome yeah it's really cool when somebody like sees an opportunity in you and I'm, I'm sure people like feel that way about you guys even though you you know you, you guys you guys are, you guys probably check yourselves all the time but people are, like I'm sure like look up to you and like oh my god like they consider me for this position like it's super fucking badass you know so it's like um you guys are just very humble but you know that's just how it is oh <laughs> well it's just like so cool to be in a position where you can help elevate others you mm-hmm. know because like I was in that position a couple years ago like people reached their arm out and went out on a limb trusting me. And then I worked hard enough to now be in that position where I can reciprocate that and, and be like, Hey, I see potential in you. Like come join our team. We'll walk you through how to do things. Like we trust you. We want to put you in front of opportunities. So it's just really fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah, It's, 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 it's super cool. Um, What are like the next steps you guys got going on for like for dubstep FBI? What are the goals? I guess you guys have as well. 
we just want to be the biggest thought leaders in the industry when it comes to EDM in general. So mm. I don't know if you saw, but we created a whole new Instagram account that's called Oh, I didn't see that. Filthy Beat Inspectors. Okay. So this is to cover all genres of EDM. So we're kind of looking to start expanding more into other genres oh under this hq of fbi you know that's some tea right there yeah it's in the early stages but it's been pretty successful so far oh that is Mm -hmm. so badass i mean that's honestly like once you guys take that step it's just gonna keep growing like exponentially once you take once you gather more genres um it reminds me of like enter gray area they're like a techno house like genre if they were to like expand they really could you know and like other Ah. other brands as well like it's like you know you have all you have your niches per Mm -hmm. i guess your niche community brands like per section and they if it was like if everyone branched out there'd be more opportunities but it's really hard to find more you gotta find more people at that point you know Mm -hmm. because like the same people working for you guys right now uh, we'll only be able to do so much. You'll, you'll probably end up like do more applications. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. we always joke that like pretty soon we're gonna have a headquarters in London. We're gonna have like a Shanghai headquarters. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> <a> possible <laughs> everywhere. It really is. Yeah, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> it's true. It's like to the moon. I always tell people shoot for the stars. You're gonna hit the moon. Like it doesn't matter if you fail once, twice, three times. You're gonna learn from that, mm-hmm. and you're. Yes, he, I said this yesterday to um hi who, who did we interview Ivory. We've had Ivory. like five <laughs> interviews in the last week. Um, oh god. <laughs> we had Ivory on the podcast yesterday and I was like, "Yes, he always says every no that you get is closer to the, the big yes." Mhm. Yeah, yes. I just take that from sales because I'm in sales. So that's my full-time job. Oh, bless and- your heart. <laughs> <laughs> tough one. Oh, that man. is so tough. So I'm constantly dealing with rejection. I'm constantly sending follow-up emails, constantly getting ghosted. And, oh my God, you know, bless so- your heart. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, my, my, one of my favorite sayings as of late is um, I count lessons, not failures. Yeah. So looking like, yes, we're going to make mistakes. Nothing is perfect. And that's the joy of running a business. And that's the joy of just getting outside of your comfort zone. So when, you know, people are constantly complaining and saying that, you know, they're in the same place or they hate their jobs. It's like, well, what are you going to do about it? Are you just going to complain and sit in the same spot? Or are you going to do something about it? You got to push yourself a little bit. They think it's easy us saying that because we're in our positions now. Uh, so like, oh, it's easier said than done. You're already like this person. You're already this brand. Uh, like yeah. you, you guys see mm-hmm. artists all the time on your podcast and stuff like that. So they, yeah, yeah, the road wasn't that easy. I promise you, it wasn't mm-hmm. like it was, we didn't just snap our fingers and this happened. Um, like I've been rejected more than like once. In fact, there are brands that I hit up when I was in like I had like no followers and stuff, and they never got back to me. But now they're hitting mm-hmm. me up, right? So it's like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love that. Yes, one of Yessi and I's favorite things to do is to email people. And we always like, we're always like trying to email the big dogs. Like we're just shooting for the stars with some of these artists, you know, like the mode step thing. What the hell? I never would have thought we could have gotten Josh from mode step or, um, or even crank that crank that. We just like worked with his manager at another job. And then we just were like, you know what, let's just ask if he's down. And then he would be down. He was down. And then, um, the next one, DJ diesel, we're coming for you. And uh, uh, space laces were coming for you. Ooh, that's all yeah. big names you're just shouting out. <laughs> we are shooting for the stars. Yeah. I mean, y'all had Boogie T on the podcast, right? 
Like, yeah, that was a good one. That was crazy because so Chrissy, uh, Joe and I, the the three of us will always have like work sessions at least like once a week. You usually have it like Friday nights. We'll like take the boom box, blast music and like crank out all the work that we have for the consulting business for Dubstep BI, Welcome Records, whatever it is. We like have like a whiteboard and we write our to-dos and tasks. Who's going to do what? So anyways, I was like, we need to think of bigger artists to have on the podcast. And I saw that Boogie T was following us on Dubstep at BI. And I was like, why don't we just ask him? Yeah, Fuck it. it hurt. And <laughs> literally, literally I DM, like, I was like, all right, Chrissy, I'm going to send him this message. And like, you know, your heart's beating and you're like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like beating so fast. And as soon as I sent it, I put my phone down to start working again on my laptop. And then my phone buzzed literally within 30 seconds. And he wow. said, yes, <laughs> yeah, literally within 30 seconds, he responded and said, yes, I'm so down. You and know how like incredible that makes you look like, dude. Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. And now we have artists who are like hitting up our record, our reporters, our street team and telling them, Hey, I have a song coming out in two weeks. Like, would you be interested in covering it? Here's my new song. Like, check oh it out. Oh my God. That is just so cool. It's really empowering to have like our reporting team being hit up by big yeah. artists too. Because you're you're so mm-hmm. credible to the point these these artists are just willing to like say yes, reply, like you know. Because mm-hmm. I've I've hit up a couple of DJs and I've been ghosted. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, it'll happen in the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it is what it is. They don't really know me, so I I, I kind of was shooting, you know just shooting my shot um but then there are artists like z beats like he's he literally dm yeah. me the other day saying uh you know i'll be on the podcast cool i'll yeah. definitely listen to that one our friend um john gottfried i think works with z beats so. yeah so that's a little mm-hmm. tea i don't know when i plan on doing this uh that podcast mm-hmm. with him but um we were talking at um he came to tampa and we were like in the green room just talking about stuff and i was like I like you've been recommended by a couple of people and I'm like, I would love to like have you in the podcast. If you'd let me, he goes DM me right now, bro. I don't want to forget this. And like, cool. we'll, we'll schedule something. So that's, a, that's probably like one of my bigger ones right now. Um, I try to get more kismet, but more kismet still a kid. He was shy. He's like, no, I'd rather not. I'm like, okay, yeah. we'll take offense to it. It is okay. I, it's fine. Um, there are, um, who else kind of like ghosted me? <laughs> like, let's talk about like, people ghosted me. Red oh, no boy. Me. Hmm. Like, oh, well. I don't even keep Too many to count. <laughs> Truth, right? And um, I more look at the ones that say yes, right? Like, you guys said yes. Um, Matthias, uh, techno DJ, said yes for last week. Um, oh, hell yeah. A, couple, a content creators are usually going to say 100% yes to me just because, like, mm-hmm. They, they like they, they're the ones like asking me how to be a content creator so a lot of times like these content creators like they want to like have any opportunity that i have to give them so the, the content creators are the easy ones um mm-hmm. the djs i would say are probably like the harder ones the managers yeah. are pretty easy too um uh, i don't know if you know of a craze mm-hmm. like, of course yeah. yeah so like his manager was supposed to come to my house and we were going to do like an in-person podcast mm-hmm. um but he went to a warehouse party the night before got really drunk probably didn't go to bed till, like maybe 10 o'clock <laughs> oh, in the morning. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> never showed up to my house and I'm like Aww. okay well like um I, I i dm'd him like hey man are you coming are you not like you said you might be busy but you said it would most likely be a possibility you come and um uh, you know no he, he, he like i was like repped on uh left on unread it wasn't even read like i'm like oh fuck he probably didn't have his phone oh, on him fuck. so at this point i'm like you know what i'm just gonna go to tampa and mm-hmm. that's when i like talked to zeke beats and stuff and i was like with green velvet and stuff so um that was just like a that was like a last minute sense and that's why i love like living in colorado living in florida these like bigger states mm-hmm. you could just fucking leave on any weekend and you're gonna find like three things to do 
Exactly. We really? always joke that we're like, oh, there's not four different dubstep shows going on tonight. What do we do? Like, there's always <laughs> how stuff. was there not four at least, you know? Yeah. And it was crazy because um, you know, the base op shows with yeah. amplitude. We he's starting to book hard dance. So we went to Hartshorn and Lady Faith there. I think it was like last Friday or the Friday before. And we were like questioning how many people would show up because that same night there was like the Charles the first thing at mission there was also um sold out Wooly at the Ogden like there was like three or four different things and a bunch of people showed up wow and that's just yeah. like you know it, it it's base capital for a reason you know like you're gonna get sold out shows even if there's two other shows playing mm-hmm. um the only time you're mm-hmm. not gonna get a sold out show is if the artist is not really well known then at yeah. that point it's like I would rather just stay at home mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> And Sullivan King's coming tonight to the Mission Ballroom. Really? Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. love Sullivan King. Uh, funny story yeah. about um <laughs> about God, Amplitude 500, right? So Dom. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know where you guys stand with Dom, but um, you know, I, I I think we're cool. I'm not really sure. And um, yeah, one time I went to one of his shows and I got kicked out. Like, I got kicked out after Why? That. yeah, 30, 30, 30 minutes in. Uh, security is literally grabbing me by the back of the throat and they're dragging me literally outside. What I'm like, hell? what is going on? And they're like, oh, the uh, the promoter of this event said, you need to you need to go. Like, you are cut off. I'm like, cut off for what? I'm not drinking. <laughs> yes, you are. You, you need to get out of here. Like, the promoter said that. I'm like, what is going on? So my friends, like, they start following me. They're like, no, it's just him. Like, no, like, that's our right. That's our DD. Like, what's going on? And they're like, well, the promoter said that he needed, he needed to go. And I'm like, okay, well, can you find out why? Like, is there is there any way? No, you just need to go. I'm like, okay, well, then can I get a refund? I've been here 30 minutes. Yeah. And they're like, no, you got you can't. And I'm like, oh, my ass, I can't. I'm like, if you guys are kicking me out for no fucking reason, I want a refund. So yeah. I'm like, blasted him on Instagram and like DM'd him. And I was like, oh, like, I'm really pissed off at you. Like, you know, like if there's, if you got problems with me, like we should talk it out, et cetera. Um, and he goes, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. I never kicked you out. Um, this and this. He goes, but I got you on the next one. And I was like, bro, I literally came with a whole squad for people to your event. And I'm, we're all driving back. Like that was literally about like a hundred million dollars of like just yeah. tickets, ticket sales. And, you know, I'm like, if you want to make it right, you got to make it right, right fucking now. So he goes, all right, turn back right now. I got you. So he's literally standing outside in the cold waiting for me to come back inside. And, you know, it's like, we walk in he's like are we good i'm like i'm like yeah like if you say you didn't kick me out then we're i guess we're good we're like who else would kick me out who has the authority here mm-hmm. yeah it's his show <laughs> right <It's> so <laughs> odd um, so at this point um, i was just like that's it is what it, i don't live there anymore it is what it is but it still it left like a sour taste in my mouth because like you know maybe maybe he's like upset with some stuff that i've said about him like on my stories and stuff like that but anything that i've ever said was like criticism you know it wasn't like mm-hmm. me bashing on him um trying to cancel him yeah i wasn't like trying to cancel this guy but yeah so <laughs> yeah um so speaking of like you know denver's dumb and stuff so that whole like event happened where like i got kicked out and ever since then i'm just like it is what it is i live in florida now mm-hmm. um but yeah i've never really been like I'm, I'm never going to really hit him up anymore. I'm just like, yeah, I just don't want to be in that situation again. So I don't like trust his events anymore. Um, mm-hmm. and, if, and if he is throwing an event, I'm going to like try to wear something very like, you know, not flashy. Y'all know me. I will be wearing some flashy motherfucking yeah. outfits. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, 
They 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 spotted me out when he wanted me yeah. to get kicked out. He had the guy in all full reflective. I'm like, motherfucker, that's definitely. But me. it's like that's if fucked. you can't if you can't be yourself at a show, then like why would you even go? Yeah, I, I, I like mm-hmm. making statements and stuff like that. Um, I know like a lot of people like in the depths of community and like even in like the techno community, they all like to wear black. I I like to just wear like reflective. <laughs> I like to just wear like full on like flashy as shit. Like I wore a full gold outfit to like EDC Vegas and like I just like my style. I'm gonna party. I'm gonna like I, I that. Mm-hmm. so like my mm-hmm. goal is to be famous right one day. Just like completely, you know, not famous at like fucking Bailey Eilish famous, but famous to the point <laughs> where like you know Boogie T is at mm-hmm. or you know these like really huge role models. Um, that's where I want to be at to the point where the people like recognize me like that. And it's like, if I can't handle people watching me just down like the like EDC wearing all this flashy stuff, then you have like no business really being famous at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I you should be you should like people coming out to me for pictures and stuff like that because I just, I just had like a cool outfit. I had actually one shirt at the club, um, this like like two weeks ago, and it said "Stop being poor." And oh, people thought it was like the funniest shirt they had ever seen <laughs> that I got stopped like at least 10 times just to take a picture of my shirt. They just uh-huh. thought it was so funny. This guy actually tried to pass by me and this girl like literally pushed him and she was like trying to take a picture. And she's like, and I was like, that, that is so fucking funny. Um, but like, funny. it's pretty genius guerrilla marketing right there. Mm-hmm. Here's a sticker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not yeah. gorilla. <laughs> I ran out of stickers. I used to have a shit ton of stickers, but um, I I started running out of stickers, especially when it started raining and all my stickers started getting wet. Oh, the worst. I need yeah. a new design. I need to figure out a new graphics design. I think I'm gonna start uh, having stickers for like my podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, not really you sure. Should. I don't know. I'm, I wish I had a cool design like you guys have. You guys have a whole like circle like depths of FBI thing. Oh, you like that? Yeah, I do like that. That's cool. Aww, Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> we actually we actually contracted the designer who also designed Alinium's logo, Excision, Lost Lands, EDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we contracted them and they did an amazing job. And right yep. now they're actually designing our rebrand for our consulting firm because we're rebranding the logo emblem. What and- kind of merch you guys got? We have two different shirts. They're both champion material. Uh, so, and they're actually based out of the vendors based out of Orlando mm-hmm. hit and skins. They're phenomenal. Like, I got you. Um, love it. <laughs> champion's a good brand. It's a good it brand. Is. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, there was a, there was a video about champions, right? It's like, like someone was like, isn't like champions from like target. <laughs> <laughs> they used to be. Think so. They just blew us all of a sudden. Champions was like, Ooh, you're poor. Ooh. Yeah. And I was like, no, literally. And I was like, Oh wow. You were champion. Like bitch. When I was like 10, this shit was like for poor people. You could buy it at Walmart for like $10 yeah. or less, probably like $6. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, I guess that's just what it is. But like, honestly, this is like, it's the same quality. They haven't changed their quality. It's just like now mm-hmm. people think it's cool. It's a hype beast kind of thing. It's like a streetwear thing now. Yeah. Most definitely. Okay. Well, it's been great having you guys in the podcast. I know you have to run and go. And you guys got that whole lens thing. Um, yeah. Got our full-time day jobs. Yeah. Also, you know, it's, my, it's my boss's last day. We're doing so things. No, I completely understand. A little, <laughs> little last hoorah. I completely understand because I literally had a work meeting, lecture, dinner last night. And I was like, oh, I'm going to hop in do like 10 minutes because he said drinks were free i'm like i'm thinking a bar i'll be you know, there this motherfucker took me to some fancy ass where like now i was like okay who's paying for this because i can't afford this yeah what you know that i had, I had to ask <laughs> wait i'm like you guys have beer right like <laughs> you're like no we only have wine <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's red <laughs> 
Yeah, red wine only from France. <laughs> it was like that. My friends were like, okay, I can have some champagne. They brought them a bottle. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, please don't tell me you literally bought a whole bottle. Because, like, either you're paying for this or, or the doctor we work is paying for this. And he's going to be very mad. Oh, my <laughs> but, God. Yeah, it turns out the girl next to her also bought a bottle. So that's two bottles. My doctor paid for both. Okay, so, like, we kind of just dipped out on dinner. So I think he uh, he said he was going to pay for it. So. I, that's what I like I don't I told my friends like I don't want to dip out because what if we're supposed to pay for this you go no he said he's paying so we just like left oh my and, god savage well he hasn't you haven't heard from him so maybe it's all good <laughs> yeah, true. yeah he would have texted us hey, y'all owe us like three thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's it's a ten dollars a sip dude it's what it felt like and i was like <laughs> it was on fancy dinner i'm like on a good note though i didn't pay for dinner so like, i feel like i saved a good like 12 bucks from taco bell so mm-hmm. love that <laughs> but, um so before you guys go if you guys can both kind of let everybody know where they can find you um you guys can start with your personals and if you guys want to see who gives off the fact that does the fbi stuff yeah um so you can find me on insta and twitter at cc michelle and um, you can also stay locked with dubsbfbi.com because that's where all of our news articles are coming out. We've got some fresh hot takes, you know, release coverage, all sorts of fun stuff like that. Yeah, you can also find us on Filthy Beat Inspectors. That's our only Instagram account. I mean, that's really our only social media account we have under Filthy Beat Inspectors, but we also have our Facebook page. It used to be formerly Dubstep FBI, but we just decided to change it to Filthy Beat Inspectors. And I mean, if you want to check out my personal, cool. There's not really a whole lot going on there. It's <laughs> at Yesenia Vizcaya. It's on Instagram only, but <laughs> you, you, your, you like story, travel- your stories be fire at least. <laughs> Thank you. If you (laughs) you like travel content. Exactly. I was about to say, if you like travel content, I've been to 26 countries. So I love traveling. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) You know, how do you feel about jet lag? Just, just uh, not EDM related. How do you feel about jet lag? I feel like that you just used to it by now. It hits me the hardest when I come home from a vacation, but if I'm like traveling to Europe or if I'm traveling to like Mm -hmm. Southeast Asia and there's a big time difference, I'm usually really hyped up and I'm excited Mm -hmm. and I just want to start exploring. But then it's when I come back that I just feel like a train wreck for a couple days. Oh my God. I probably feel like how I felt after EDC Vegas from like, yeah, (laughs) need a week recovery, but okay, guys, it has been a pleasure (laughs) having you guys on the podcast. We got to talk about a lot of cool stuff. Um, A lot of people have been asking what is dubstep FBI? So we are giving them the answers in this podcast, Mm -hmm. which is super cool. Cause I've been asked that actually like three times. Like, like, you know, right? Like, what what do they do? Like, um, I'll have them on the the podcast. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you so much for having us and letting us tell our story and, and letting us, you know, talk about our street team and our adventures and stuff. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, for the viewers out there, um, this episode is also available on YouTube. So if you guys want to check out the way we look, our faces, Mm -hmm. um, it is available on YouTube um, and all major platforms that includes soundcloud as well i know some creators don't have soundcloud i have soundcloud so i'm like one of the very few podcasters that have it um along with spotify apple Podcasts, and stuff like that but like i say in every single episode i will call i will catch you all in the next one bye